listening to the Align with Alora podcast, and I'm your host, Alora Rochelle. I created this podcast because I was sick of the message constantly being pushed to us that we needed to hustle without rest. When I stumbled across the word Align, I realized that there can be a balance of both. There's a time to hustle, and there's also a time to rest and reflect. Instead of overworking and to burnout, I realized that we need to plan, strategize, and systemize our businesses and our minds for success. Keep listening, leave a review, tag me that you're listening on Instagram, and let's align our businesses together. Hello, friends. I'm so excited to have brought the first episode of season two into play. I have been really taking some time to figure out what was really needed. I put a lot of information out there, a lot of um, teachings, even just like the things that I've gone over in the live workshop. We have realized that all of this is stemming from mindset. So in the world of education, everyone is teaching how to do this, how to do that, quick wins, this, 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 that, marketing, marketing. And I realized that, oh, dropped a pen. I realized that the major problem wasn't that we needed to learn more, it was that we needed to stop and we needed to check our minds. Because without a proper mindset, this thing will never take off, you'll never take the leap, and your wildest dreams will never come into play. You won't make magic. You, without confidence, with, I mean, if you have jealousy problems, if you are just insecure, if you have anxiety, um, people that are struggling with depression, all of those things can cripple you and paralyze you from moving forward. So I really wanted to call this topic today mindset over matter. And I typed it into Google and actually it's a, it's a it's an actual um phrase. So the phrase is the use of willpower to overcome physical problems. So mind over matter actually means a situation in which someone is able to control a physical condition or problem by using their mind, which means your ability to keep going is even stronger once you have conquered your mindset. And everyone's like, well, I want to learn how to do this and I want to learn how to do that. And I'm like, well, what's holding you back? What is your limiting belief? What is the imposter syndrome you're going through? And it all stems back to the mind. It stems back to, well, I don't think I'm good enough or I'm afraid of failing. And let me tell you something. (laughs) When you are a business person, all those things are going to happen. Honestly, it imposter syndrome doesn't really go away. It just becomes fainter. As you try more and more things, you end up building a confidence and you're like, okay, I know what I'm doing. Obviously, I'm not incapable. Obviously, I can do this. But when you're first starting out, you can literally make a list in your head of all the ways that things can go wrong. People don't care about this. People don't care what I have to say. Why in the world should I show up on social media? Why should I show up online? And guys, seriously, this stuff is so not true. Think about it. I say this all the time, but this is one of my favorite um, tidbits, I guess you could say, that I give to my um, clients. And I say, guys, if they followed you, why would they not be interested in you? Why would they follow you? And, you know, when people even say like, oh, well, I don't have X amount of followers. If you really think about it, <laughs> even if a hundred people followed you, that is a hundred people. 
Think about it. If there are a hundred people in a room and you're standing in front of them and you're like, hey, my name is so-and-so, that's a hundred people. Of course, we get so caught up in vanity metrics. We look at celebrities who have millions, people who have hundreds of thousands, and that's all fine and dandy, whatever. But you have to kind of look at the actual metrics and think if this was in conversion to people live in real life and not just online, that is a lot of people. And for the record, while we're on the topic of Instagram, I'm just going to say this. I say it all the time. Instagram favors smaller accounts. No, I'm serious. I'm going to drop a link in the show notes so you guys can check it out. But Ninja Analytics, look it up. Type in your username, right? And you're probably going to have 5% or higher if you have below 10K. Now, if you work like a dog like me and you get 4%, they're like, wow, that's <laughs> that's above average because for a 10K account, yes, it is above average. But anything above that, there are some people who have 20,000 followers but like five comments and honestly, guys, engagement is what matters too. So there are a lot of things that go into play. But if you think about it, if only four to five percent of the people that follow you in a big account versus a smaller account that usually they usually have like six, seven, eight percent, sometimes they even have 10 percent engagement because it's so much easier to cultivate a smaller community than it is to get a hold of a huge group of hundreds, thousands, whatever. So that is something to keep in mind. Like seriously, while you have a smaller account and since the algorithm has changed so much, take advantage of it. Find ways to get your audience um, in one place. Create a Facebook group. Create, uh, have an email list. I don't really check emails as much as I used to, but I heard that it's really beneficial. Um, Find a way that you can create a community for those people because honestly, if the algorithm changes again, (laughs) you're screwed. And honestly, do not rely on vanity metrics for everything. It's really not everything. Yes, it's like a stamp of approval. Like, yep, I did it. I got X amount of followers. But at the end of the day, if you're thinking about it in terms of business, not all those people are seeing your stuff. And honestly, if you think about it, if 100 people bought something or hired you, let's just say you're a photographer. If 100 clients hired you, that is a really good income. So try to think of it as that instead of just like, ugh. I only have 500 followers. No, you have 500 people that want to see what you're posting. And that is actually amazing. Celebrate the wins. Celebrate your small wins. Um, When I first started out, I was my own hype woman. Like, (laughs) I think Facebook was coming. It was like up and coming. Like Facebook pages were a thing. And we all kind of made a business Facebook page just for fun. Like, ha, my name is so-and-so and I have a public profile. But now when you think about it in strategic ways, we have so many more ways to network with other people. And like, think about it like this. I mean, you guys have so many outlets. Are you taking advantage of them? Or are you worried that nobody cares if you put something out there? And to be honest, when you change your voice on social media from just saying, guys, I like hamburgers, you know, tag a friend. And then you change it into like trying to be more educational or you're trying to like specifically speak to your ideal client. There might be crickets for a little bit, but when people know what to expect and you set expectations for them, then they are going to be like, oh, this is something that I'm going to be aware of. Like, you know, people have like tip Tuesdays or like there used to be like woman crush Wednesdays. Like when you let people know that there's something they can expect from you, they're going to stick around and they're going to show up consistently because it's kind of like a scheduled program. 
I just wanted to throw some tips out there. This is a really quick episode. I just dropped my daughter off and I was like, ooh, I have something great to say. Um, But just remind yourself, it's mindset over matter. Like if you really want to do something and you are just paralyzed or terrified, seriously, either confide in someone, journal those thoughts and be like, dude, that's crazy. And I always say, take a sheet of paper and write down worst case scenarios. Like one side, worst case scenarios. And you write them down and you realize they're not that big. (laughs) And then on the other side, you can write ways that it can also go right or ways to prevent the worst from happening. Like I know if you're a wedding photographer, if you're trying to be an aspiring wedding photographer, um, you can be like, oh my gosh, what if my camera fails? Well, great. I have a backup in the car. I carry two on me and I have a backup in the car. Problem solved. Okay, well, what if it rains? Buy an umbrella. Umbrella for your couple. Take some bridal party. I've done this before. Take some bridal party shots under a roof. Big cheers. Maybe there's rain coming down off the roof and it looks real stellar. You got to be creative. You got to learn to think on the fly. But you, none of that stuff comes until you've experienced it. So it's... It's like you have to stop thinking for a couple minutes and take action and then see what happens. And then when you get in the car on the way home, be like, this could have been better or next time I'll do this instead of this. But it's not the end of the world. Don't punish yourself for mistakes. It's not a mistake. It's a lesson. It's redirection. So guys, I just wanted to hop on here really quick. A little bit of motivation. So excited for season two. I have felt like I have been trying to do what everyone was telling me to do and not you guys but I mean like coaches (laughs) and I'm just gonna post what I want um I really think that mindset is something people sort of talk about but it's like taboo nobody wants to talk about it but it's the biggest problem and it's where all of the issues stem from for business owners some of us don't know what the heck we're doing some of us had a dream and we jumped in and we're like oh my gosh now what do I do Well, guys, that's what I want this podcast to be about. Um, We are completely switching things over. I want, I want to be your little motivational pocket person. (laughs) Pocket person. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to think of something better. But I just want to let you know you're not alone. And everything that I'm speaking on, I've been through it. So I'm not blowing hot air or just saying random stuff just to say it. Like I have had years where I've had to conquer mindset issues and now I feel like I'm such a healthy Enneagram 3 that no matter who is doing what and who is succeeding where I am 100% behind them because I know one day if I wanted to do the same thing that I could do it over time eventually or just be excited that someone else is living their dream whether it's yours or not and being excited for someone genuinely kind of tricks your mind to not be jealous anymore ever it's like you have to exercise things that become habit habitual I guess you could say a habitual mindset set tips so we'll talk more about this stuff in depth but I just wanted to hop on here and say I'm so excited um you guys this is amazing I have received dms of what you want me to speak on and I'm putting all of it into an account And I'm organizing it. And then we're going to be interviewing business owners too that are talking about mindset, burnout, even just like depression, anything that you guys have been through and you're just like, I don't know who to talk to about this because I get it. We we are the Google generation. We Google our issues. We Google our problems. And we hope somebody wrote an article about it to help it. 
Well, this podcast will be like your mental health awareness Google page. Everything that has ever been out there is going to be on this podcast. Considering healthy mindsets, considering business tactics, nothing sleazy, nothing salesy. Let's just hang out and be friends. All right, guys, I'm going to check out here for real. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I cannot wait to send you the rest of the episodes of this season. Bye.